Hello, Miss Fitz. Hello, Miss Bit. It's time for morning meeting. It is, it is. And we are recording for Tuesday, May 12th. What week is this? Week nine. Week nine. That can't be true. <laughs> We're just making numbers up now. Yeah, yeah. Oh, we have some really great special guests lined up this week, but today it is just the two of us. Just the two of us. No, you don't want me singing. We can make it if we try. <laughs> and I'm going to take that opportunity to share some resources that I'm excited about that were inspired by an event and an organization that I love. So I'm, I'm taking over. You today. are taking over. You go yes. for it. But first I'll give you the answer to our riddle from Friday. What vehicle is spelled the same forwards and backwards? I love this riddle. My sisters and I used to play with this word all the time. We were younger. We used to draw it and do like patterns of it. It's race car. Yeah, that's cool. What's the special term for the word that's the same forward and backward? Oh, yeah. Um, is it? I don't remember. <laughs> <laughs> you sounded so confident and then it was gone. Okay, listeners, if you know the word for that special word that's the same forwards and backwards, now I want to know. I could Google it, but I'd rather hear it from you. Okay, good. <laughs> All right, I have a joke just for you. Okay. What vegetables do librarians like? I don't know. What vegetables do librarians like? Quiet peas. <laughs> I got you to laugh. You did. I'm laughing because when I read it, I was like, quiet peas. That's not a kind of peas. What does that mean? But then the way you said it, quiet peas. That makes way more sense. Okay. The delivery was key. Very nice work. Thank you. Thank you. Do you have a bright spot? I do. And it's from this weekend. You were there. I'm thinking we might have the same bright spot. Oh, interesting. Yeah. As were 50 girls and a dozen other volunteers at our and virtual. Brian, of and course. Brian, yes. A virtual girls geek day, which was awesome. But my favorite part, I, I don't know how, when I decided to do this, but I'm just like, I am bringing out my Bluetooth speaker and I'm going to blast We Are Family and set up myself up like a DJ. So I actually was standing the whole time and I was <laughs> dancing You were, and other people were dancing. It was great. I wasn't alone. Well, I loved it and nobody wanted to leave. Yes. Like, at the end, you right? played the song and then just kept looping it because everybody wanted to just stay and dance. I know. So oh. that was awesome. I think it went really well. We had some, um, you know, technical snafus, which we knew was going to happen, but uh, I think we pulled it off. Well, it was such a good-natured crowd. Everybody was totally patient and so transfixed and just there to explore and to learn. It was a very good vibe. So is that your high, too, the dance? Yeah, I think my bright spot is just I had a lot of great interactions this weekend. We dropped some treats off to my mother-in-law and spent some time standing outside, very distant from them, but I miss them and it was so great to see them. We went and sat outside across the yard from my neighbors and I got to see those girls on Girls Geek Day and it was, it was a weekend of some meaningful interactions that I've been missing. And so it felt very fulfilling to see people and, and spend some time being social, nice. nice, even while staying safe. Right. Yep. Mm -hmm. It feels like we're learning how to do that better. I do feel like I get a little better at it every day. And it's hard because there are setbacks because sometimes I think I understand it. And then, you know, this virus is so new and this experience is so new that when science figures out something new when scientists discover something and then things shift, it can feel frustrating. 
because it's like, well, I thought I understood what I was supposed to do. And now I realize I've been doing that wrong. Um, <laughs> but I do, I feel like I have kind of a grip on how, if I do need to go somewhere, if I see people, how to do it safely and, and to keep people safe. Nice. All right. So you have resources on the theme today. Tell I us all about it. Do So I've spoken on this show before about Bennett's Village, which is an organization that I love. They're fundraising and working to create an all abilities playground for all kids to play together in Charlottesville. And I don't think I got into the backstory of this last time. And it's a dream of mine to have Kara from Bennett's Village on the show someday. But I know Bennett's Village because I was lucky enough to teach Bennett and I know his family and they're wonderful. And Bennett is the inspiration of Bennett's Village. He was a really, really special little boy. He happened to live with spinal muscular atrophy and spent his life with a mechanical wheelchair as a tool to help him move around. Bennett passed away in March 2018, so he's not with us anymore. But if he was, his birthday would be Tuesday, May 12th. And so I saw on the Bennett's Village Facebook page today a challenge that they have to kind of honor and get people thinking of Bennett. And it made me excited and it made me want to spread the word about Bennett and how special he is and what they're doing. So I've got my theme. Bennett loved rocks. He was like a super serious rock collector and he loved the fancy, beautiful collector's rocks, but he also loved the rocks that you pull out of your shoes after having been outside and the rocks that you find on your sidewalk or under the car. He was an equal opportunity rock lover. And so Bennett's Village is inviting people to go and find a rock in Bennett's honor. And it can be something beautiful and it can be something special or it can be something completely plain and everyday that you just find some beauty in. What you're supposed to do with those walks, I'll tell you more when I tell you about the creative challenge, but it put rocks in my brain. So I thought maybe- rocks on the brain. (laughs) (laughs) So I thought maybe there were some listeners out there that were rock lovers too, and that could be a cool thing to share some resources on. I Have you lo- ever been I, a rock collector? Oh, I love rocks. Yes. Um, I it drives my husband you. crazy because he's like, you know, anytime we go on vacation, somehow I bring rocks home and he's just like, what, what are we going to do with these? Do you, do you keep them in special places? I did. And then we downsized our house. So I'm going to have to start a new rock collection. <laughs> <laughs> when we travel to far away places, we tend to pick up rocks and bring them home. So on our bookshelves, we have a rock from South Africa and I have a rock from New Zealand. And But I have not never been that big of a rock collector. But now that I'm looking at these rock resources, rocks are so cool. I don't think I've given them enough time and space. So I'm enjoying these resources and hopefully you will too. The first is from DK Find Out. If you're a fan of the Eyewitness nonfiction series, I know the readers in our library love them beautiful nonfiction books with tons of facts. They are just chock full of information. And there's one called Rocks and Minerals that we have in our collection. I can picture where it lives on the nonfiction shelves, but I know I don't have access to our collection of DK eyewitness books right now. If you have a set at home, you're so lucky. If you're not lucky enough to have the set at home, DK Find Out gives you a similar experience and information online. 
So I'm linking on our resource page to the DK Find Out Rocks and Minerals page, which answers all kinds of questions. What is a rock? You've got rocks from space. You've got what are minerals, metals from rocks, just all of the rock information you could want. There's a rocks and minerals quiz. If you're into rocks and you want to explore more, you can learn about tectonic plates and volcanoes. I mean, DK really does it right. So if you want to learn about rocks and know more about what it is that we're collecting and studying, start there. Then once you've collected some rocks, if you're looking for something creative and fun to do with them, left brain craft brain, which is a resource that I had just learned about through this, I found a link for 20 plus amazing rock projects to do with kids. And these are sciencey kind of projects where you're studying rocks and looking at them. They're arts and craftsy where you're painting and making games out of them. They're interactive, they're STEM, they're arts. So there are just some really cool ways to use rocks that I would have never thought of myself. Now, Miss Fit, as a rock lover, would you ever paint on your rocks or put googly eyes on them or use them to make like a memory game? I think I've painted on them before and we have one. I didn't paint it. My sister-in-law did. It's beautiful. And I might share that out as an example of a, it's a special rock to me. The other thing, I didn't know rocks was going to be a theme, but I noticed in the amazing rock projects resources, there's some science behind the rocks. And it turns out this past, before the winter break, some seventh graders did scratch projects all about rocks. So I might try to find those and link those as well. No way. They're, they're interactive and they talk about the whole rock cycle and stuff. That is really cool. Folks, we did not plan this. This is, <laughs> no. just, this is magic <laughs> happening on the spot. It's pretty typical. <laughs> and one more. When I talk about Bennett's Village and I talk about an accessible playground and an inclusive playground, not everybody knows what that means. And I did not before I started working with Bennett's Village and getting involved with their fundraising. So there is a short film that I used. I had a student-led quest last year that worked with Bennett's Village to try to help fundraising and get the word out. It's called Ian, and it's a short film about a boy who wants to play on a playground, but because he uses a wheelchair as a tool to help him move around, not all of the playground equipment is accessible to him. It doesn't have any words, so it's totally silent. You're just watching, and it shares the experience of one boy who wants to play and is struggling to do so. And what I found is that this video really helped my students to understand what's the big deal about a playground that's not accessible. Why is it so important that playground tools are inclusive? So if you're learning about Bennett's Village and you're wondering, I don't really get it, what's the point? This short film called Ian might be helpful for you. So what is the challenge? So the challenge is to find a rock that feels special to you. You can really decide what it is you want to do with that rock. The purpose of the challenge is to find a rock and take a moment to appreciate the rock and the earth and to maybe give a little bit of extra thought to Bennett and his family on the day that would have been his eighth birthday. But Kara is a really special person and she really believes in paying it forward and spreading joy throughout the world. So she also added the challenge of maybe painting a message onto that rock, adding a face to it, making it cheerful, leaving it on someone's doorstep or in their mailbox, using rocks as a tool to spread joy in the way that Bennett loved to do when he was with us. So if you find a rock that feels special, you can turn it into an art project or just give it to someone that maybe needs a pick-me-up. But using rocks to spread joy is going to be the challenge that I'm passing on to you today. Any rock, anywhere, 
I think I might go to the park after this and find what feels like a really good Bennett rock and then leave it somewhere. <laughs> cool. Well, we only just have a minute or so left. Okay. I have two quick resources to share. If you are local to the Charlottesville area, the YMCA has shared some resources. There is going to be a blood drive there Tuesday and Wednesday. So you can make an appointment through the Red Cross to donate blood. As far as I know, they're paying very close attention to social distancing and keeping things clean. I'll be there donating blood tomorrow. So if you're there, give me a wave. They're also offering an opportunity to become a pen pal to a local senior. All I had to do was send an email and say, hey, I'd love to write to someone. And they have been so easy to work with. So I'm going to be writing some letters and drawing some pictures and sending them to seniors who are really cut off and aren't getting a lot of company and interaction right now. It's easy. I can practice my handwriting and I'm making somebody's day. So I'm excited for that. Cool. And I ran across an article this morning from NPR that I thought might be of interest to teachers and parents. It's called Nine Ways Schools Will Look Different When and If They Reopen. So if you, like so many of us, are finding yourself curious or worried or just thinking a lot about what's going to be happening in the fall, this was an interesting way to look at it with the information that we have now. If schools do reopen, what are they going to look like? What's going to be different? I just thought it was an interesting read. Okay. Well, let's close out with a riddle. All right. Whew, a lot of rock stuff today. You can use DK Find Out to learn about rocks and minerals. You can look through 20 plus amazing rock projects for kids. If you want to learn more about accessible playgrounds, you can watch the short film Ian. Hopefully you'll paint or find or share a rock in Bennett's memory. Happy birthday, Bennett. We're thinking of you. And you can help locally with the YMCA and learn nine different ways schools will look different when and if they reopen. This episode rocks. <laughs> okay, believe it or not, that was not the riddle. But I did stick with the theme. So here it is. I can be quick and then I'm deadly. I am a rock, bone, and shell medley. If I was made into a man, I'd make people dream. I gather in my millions by ocean, sea, and stream. What am I? Oh, I think I might know. It's very poetic riddle, isn't it? Mm -hmm. yeah. yeah, when I first saw it, I'm like, one. oh, that's too long. I can't get it. But now that you've said <laughs> it, I think maybe I know. It's got, a, it's got a little rhythm to it. So good luck with that. Please share pictures of rocks if you decide to do a little rock project in honor of Bennett, because not only will we enjoy them, but we'll pass them along to Bennett's Village. And we'll link to Bennett's Village Facebook page and to their website if you want to connect and follow along or learn more about what they're doing. Great. Well, until tomorrow, tech, love, and happiness.